Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you. Praise the Lord to the people of God. We want to thank God for the day. It's a blessed day. It's a new day. Today is the day that the Lord has made and we should rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you to the people of God that are listening today. We feel privileged and honored to be in the body of Christ. And so we thank God for what he's yet doing for the people of God. And so we want to go before his throne. Let us go in a brief word of prayer. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, O Lord, for your blessing today. We thank you, O God, for, O God, allowing us, O God, to be in your presence. Oh God, because in your presence is fullness of joy. We thank you, oh God, for salvation. We thank you, oh God, for your, oh God, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, chilling and protecting and keeping us, oh God, in the midst, oh God, of this pandemic. We thank you. And Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, you would, oh God, direct us. We pray, God, that you would, oh God, guide us in the name of Jesus as we decrease we pray, God, that your anointing would forever increase in our lives. We pray, God, you would continue to bless our leaders, oh God, our pastor and first lady and the Pentecostal Power Church family. We pray, God, you would touch those, oh God's precious hearts in the name of Jesus. Lord, you would send, oh God, oh God, strength to the body of believers. And Father, we be able to be, able, be careful, God, to forever give you glory and praise. We'll be careful to give you all the thanks. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. And so we thank God for. We thank God for you. And so we. We lift up the matchless name of Jesus. And we want to say to the people of God, God bless you. Uh, we do give honor to God who's ahead of our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor. Bishop Murchison and to uh, our revivalists on today, those that are listening in, we want to say God bless you. Uh, we have a great Bible study today. And uh, we want to uh, get right into the word of the Lord. Uh, we want to uh, definitely uh, praise the Lord with all the people of God, uh, especially to the Pentecostal Power Church family. We say God bless you. Um, this Bible study today, we're going to be talking about uh, freed and released from bondage. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about it today, uh, which is found in Romans chapter 7. Uh, freed and released from bondage. And uh, I don't know um, how many that uh, may know what uh, bondage has to deal with. And uh there's many forms of bondage. And so we're going to talk about that this week. 
we did uh, want to share with the people of God that uh, you know, bondage can uh, uh, definitely uh, bring wounds. You know, bondage can can wound us in uh, various ways, and this is why uh, we want to look at uh, the work that was done on Calvary Cross to uh, free us from the uh, penalty of sin and from the uh, consequences of sin. And so we uh, don't have to uh, be bound because the scripture let us know that, uh, you know, um, God has freed us and uh, he has freed us through uh, the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we thank and praise God for uh, going to Calvary's cross, offering himself up as uh, a sacrifice atonement for our sins. Who uh, knew no sin. He offered himself uh, and he took our place. And we want to thank God for him paying and purchasing our sins, uh, a debt we could not pay. And debt is another form of bondage. Uh, we're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk about it naturally and spiritually. So um, there's many, many uh, Americans now uh, are in bondage from living above their means. And what I mean by that is many people have gotten themselves bound because they have um, actually lived lavish and bought uh, uh, material things that uh, they don't uh, have in their budget. And so we have to be careful of, you know, the financial bondage we can get ourselves in. And uh, the most important one is the uh, spiritual bondage we can get ourselves into. And uh, we can really get bound up in other things uh, outside of God. And that will pull us out of the will of God if we don't uh, keep a watchful and prayerful eye. And this is why we must keep the Lord first. Uh, Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And if we put God in any other place other than first place, we're setting ourselves up for bondage. Israel uh, as a nation um, were placed in the bondage under their oppressors uh, because they walked away from uh, God. And so we too, if we walk away from God, we can find ourselves in bondage. And so we want to um, definitely be watchful and prayerful uh, in those particular things that we would uh, continue to keep the Lord first. And so let us get right into it. We're going to get into it today. Uh, Romans uh, 6 and uh, 23 talks about, uh, it says, for the wages, um, the payment for sin is death. And it says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so, you know, uh, Christ gifted us uh, uh, eternal life. He uh, offered himself as a ransom uh, for our sins. And we thank God for uh, paying the debt, as I said earlier, that no one could pay. So we're going to get right into it. Let us go to Romans chapter seven, verse number 18. We're going to start out talking about this subject today. And we have some other things we want to talk about today uh, on our sidebar. But we want to, our main uh, title today in the Bible class is going to be 
freed and released from bondage. And before I get started, I want to say uh, to the people of God, uh, know that you've been released. Uh, you've been released from uh, your sins. You've been released from uh, uh, death. You've been released from uh, destruction. And you certainly have been released from, um, you know, Satan uh, taking our lives and destroying our lives. Now, the only way uh, he can continue to do damage to us is we leave God, okay? He still can hinder and cause some problems, but uh, who's in the Father's hand? No man is able to pluck him out, okay? And so you're in the safest place, the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. So we want to say that to the people of God today. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. So we want to say God bless you um, on today. So let us get into it. Romans 7 and 18. Okay. Pastor Paul is talking to the Roman church here. Uh, he wants to let them know, you know, um, that, uh, you know, uh, the natural marriage is similar to the spiritual ma uh, marriage. Uh, simply means that once we uh, repent of our sins, be baptized in Jesus' name, become filled with the Holy Ghost, and begin to walk in the newness of life, uh, we become one with God and we become married uh, in the sense that we begin our relationship and our walk with the Lord. And so this relationship is, uh, is voluntary and it's certainly uh, dependent upon us walking according to uh, the holy commandments, which is uh, the vows that we said we would walk in obedience to God's word. And so what I mean by that is it's very, very important that um, we bring fruit, you know, bring forth fruit unto God. And so if we're going to bring forth fruit unto God. We got to make sure that we've died out to our old man which should be crucified uh, uh, in uh, with Christ. So mortify means to kill. So we need to make sure that we're dead in Christ. Praise the Lord. And when we're dead in Christ, that means uh, there's things uh, that uh, comes up as we walk with God that tries to uh, grab our attention, try to get us uh, off track. And so we have to be very, very, uh, cognizant that we've been freed. And when you've been freed from something, uh, it has no power over you. Praise the Lord. And so uh, as long as it have power over you, you uh, may be connected to it or bound to it or attached to it or connected to it in some type of way. And so I want to make sure we understand this today that when we're talking about sin, Sin is transgression against God's law. And so anytime we transgress against God, it gives the enemy power to uh, bind us. And now we're going to go to uh, some more scriptures this week. Uh, we really want to go to Judges. We're going to talk about Samson a little bit. But uh, when he told Delilah where his strength lies, they were able to bind him. And so uh, the enemy, the enemy will bind us if we, you know, if we too would allow um, ourselves to 
disobey or fall into uh, an area where we're not following God's commandments. And so it's very, very important that we look at this. Let's go to Romans 7 and 18 so you can see what I'm saying. Okay. Or hear what I'm saying. All right. It says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Okay. Even our flesh uh, can be a friendly enemy. Okay. And it says, uh, for I know, that means he was aware of the things that can bring him into bondage. Okay. Sometimes we forget our flesh can bring us into bondage if we allow it to, to take us there. Okay. And he says here, for I know that is, uh, I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwell it no good thing. So what's in the flesh, there's nothing good that dwell there. This is why we uh, must abstain from walking after flesh, okay? Because flesh will lead you back to bondage, praise the Lord. This is why when we are alive, we are alive unto God and not unto sin because the flesh will do the things that satisfy the flesh, but the spiritual man will do the things that uh, pleases God, praise the Lord. And so we want to make sure that we're doing it God's way. And he says that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. And he says here, for to will is present with me. Okay. And he says, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Okay. So he doesn't know. He know he should be doing good but how to uh, carry it out, the flesh won't allow him the power or the credence to do it. So this is why you need the Holy Ghost. This is why you need the Spirit of God so you can tell the flesh to shut up. Praise the Lord. The flesh will cry out, okay? I'm going to go to Genesis 6 and 5, and it says here, and God saw that wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The flesh gets its own gratification. It goes where it wants to go and it tends to drift where it wants to drift. And this is why you have to say uh, with a prayerful heart, a prayerful heart in mind, when the flesh drift to a, the fleshly mind drift to a carnal state, you have to tell the flesh, you know, put the flesh back in check and bring it back into subjection and say, uh, thoughts, get back over here, get back over here, you know, you know, because our thoughts can lead us from God when we let our imagination, when you let your imagination run wild, and you don't restrain it, you will find yourself, if you keep thinking on what you're thinking, if you're thinking on negative, bad thoughts and uh, wrong motives all the time, if you allow that to roll through your mind and meditate on those negative things, you will find yourself walking after the flesh. And This is why we have to bring the flesh in subjection. We have to deny the flesh. Praise the Lord. 
And when I said deny the flesh, the flesh doesn't want to fast. The flesh doesn't want to go without. The flesh doesn't want to be subject to the things of God and neither indeed can it be. We have to bring it into subjection. We have to make it do what the spirit would allow it to do. And so it's very, very important that we do these things. If you don't tell your flesh no, and I don't tell my flesh no, guess what? Two people that's in a heated debate and they don't tell their flesh to be quiet, guess what? If you stay in a heated debate long enough, the Bible said be angry and sin not. When we sin, when we give credence to sin, that we give the enemy power to bind us. Praise the Lord. So I want to make sure I'm teach, you know, teaching you how this occurs. Nobody just end up in handcuffs. Praise the Lord. By the devil or sin. You don't just wind up in handcuffs, you know, just through uh, no actions being carried off. You know, these things happen because we give credence. We give power. We give place to the devil. Praise the Lord. In Ephesians 4 there, it said, don't, we shouldn't give place to the devil. We're going to go there to Ephesians. We're going to go there in just a minute. But I want to uh, lay that out in Genesis 6 and 5. It says, every thought of man, imagination of his heart was evilly, was, was, was evil continually. And so if you continually meditating on the wrong thing, you're going to end up carrying out that thing you don't want to carry out. All right. And so this is why we should think on uh, those things that are pure, just lovely, honest, you know, of good report. Right. We should think on those things. You know, we shouldn't be thinking on those bad things because guess what? We meditate on the bad things. We're going to end up carrying them out. All right. And so we need to, we need to know these things. Okay. But it says here, neither give place to the devil. Ephesians 4 and 27. Neither give place to the devil. How do we give place to him? The Bible said, be angry and sin not. And let not the sun go down upon their wrath. All right. Verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing that is good that he may give to him that have need. And so we, we need to know these things. Praise the Lord. So it's very, very important that we look at these things. Freed and released from bondage. You want to be free. You want to be released from bondage. You're going to have to deny the flesh. Okay. We'd like to go a little bit farther. Um, we're going to pick it back up again. Uh, the Lord's will on, uh, Wednesday. Uh, we're going to pick it up again on Wednesday. If the Lord's will, we ask you to come back and join us in this Bible study, freed and released from bondage. We're going to go all the way out. We're going to finish Romans out, but we want you to, uh, read it in your study time. Don't allow yourself to get carried away in flesh. Because if you allow yourself to get carried away in flesh, guess what? Flesh is going to be the one in control. Okay? 
And so until next time, we want to say God bless you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, we say God bless you.